Welcome to episode 197 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. And coming up on today's show is a recap of Podcast Movement 2018 with fellow podcasters, two guys that I had the pleasure of meeting here at Podcast Movement, Rob Hoshield and Jason the Angry Ginger, talking about um, some of our takeaways from the conference, what got us into podcasting, why we love it so much. It was really great meeting these two, as well as several other podcasters that hopefully I'll have on the show in the coming weeks. So without further ado, here is our recap of Podcast Movement. Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, 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 Diamond. Experience! Sitting here at Podcast Movement 2018 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, with my two special guests from the Media Narrative Podcast, Mr. Rob Hoshield. How are you, sir? I'm well, Derek. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. And sitting across from me from Seven Days a Geek, Jason the Angry Ginger. Greetings How's it going? Salutations. <laughs> <laughs> Love that name, by the way. So Thank you. Uh, how have you guys enjoyed Podcast Movement? Uh, this, Rob, this is your first, and yep. Jason, this is your second, second. correct? Yes. And what's cool is I'm glad that both of you guys could join because we have kind of a, a nice balanced range of podcasting experience. Jason, you've been doing this for 10 years now. Yep. I'm going on five. And you, Rob, just started your show back in April, correct? Yeah, that's right. Well, cool. Congrats. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's good to be, you know, three months in and, and coming to this thing has been perfect timing. Is to this just, uh, a little bit of sensory overload? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's like thousands of people at this thing. It's mm -hmm. been amazing, you know. But yeah, a lot of information, met a lot of really cool people, and I've already started to work on changing some stuff with the podcast. Implementation so right away. Impl exactly. Yes. Yep. Implementation, that is the plan. It's yes. a good word, yeah. implementation. I think so. So, Jason, this being your second, because you were at the one two years ago in yes, Chicago, Chicago, what have been some differences and maybe some different takeaways that you've had from podcast movement this year? Uh, you know, the first time I tried to go into, like, as many panels as possible, and that seemed to be a little sensory overload, even though I've been doing it for years. And, and a lot of it is uh, also, I've heard it before. I mean, I do a show called Podcasting 101, so, uh, I, I mean, there's only so much of the information that you give out. It's nice to hear different people's takes on things but this time i really uh I, I looked at some of the panels went to a couple a day but really spent the time like meeting podcasters just having conversations with them that was my big thing i wanted to do this time and that's definitely been one of my huge takeaways i wish i had spent more time doing the networking thing hanging out in the hallways yeah. and things like that the sessions were great but everybody i met i learned something from had a good experience from other people like i met derek in like the very very beginning first night hang over at uh, at the bar across the street or wherever that was and it was great and we found a lot of common ground and and had a good conversation that really does seem like key to this thing it, you know? it is yeah no i i totally agree now we'll we'll start with you rob what was kind of the inspiration behind you wanting to do a podcast yeah that's a great question notoriety no. exactly <laughs> fame fortune uh more money than imaginable by anyone you got a good voice by the way thank you yeah you know it's uh it comes from years of yelling in loud bars oh. over rock music it's <laughs> a few cigarettes as well in the past um you know uh i i really I'm, I've worked as a journalist and, as a, and a writer and, and worked in radio, and I've just been obsessed with media my whole life. So I really just wanted to talk to other people for this podcast about the stuff that I love, 
and that I'm interested in and to get them to tell their stories, how they work as writers and authors and journalists and, and producers and musicians. I've had musicians on and uh, I'm just interested in how people work and it is kind of a general interest thing, like I'm sort of all over the map, but I found that um, I just like to share people's work with the world and uh, it's been really rewarding to just kind of feel like in each episode I hear something positive about what I'm what I'm providing so that was really a big part of it and also I've produced podcasts for Berkeley College of Music where I work and I was just excited to do something on my own and do okay. one that wasn't exclusively music too even though I love music right so that's really what it's been about uh, what got me into podcasting yes. I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, so uh, I've been same. following him. You guys since, must have already talked about Clerks. that a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I am uh, as well. I read his blog. Uh, my what, what the hell is the name of his blog? My boring ass life. I think it was called something like that for yeah. years. Sounds and right. then in there, he had talked about how he was doing a podcast, and then, like everyone when they first started, what the hell's a podcast? So I went, immediately went to iTunes. It was either one episode, maybe the second had launched, and I was uh, just a fan since then. It's, you know, it just oh, what's this? And I've always wanted to have a radio show, or like when I was a kid, we'd uh, we'd hang a microphone from the ceiling, tape it up, and then me and my friends would like do our own show and play CDs and all this. You know, so uh, you know I, I'm supposed to be a grown up, never going to be. <laughs> Don't do it. So so you know I was like, oh, this is finally this can come to fruition. You know, and people will listen. Uh, so yeah, I just jumped into it, read a couple of books, and got a friend to start podcasting with me and for almost the whole 10 years he podcasted with me wow yeah. that's awesome yeah i was kind of in the same venue as you you know i i didn't really know of kevin smith until i was in high school when mm -hmm. jay and silent bob strike back came out okay saw that on dvd and then watched clerks when they released the 10-year anniversary on dvd and when i saw that not only did it spark just my interest for him but wanting to become a filmmaker and ultimately right. go to college for it and then I had heard of you know Smodcast and his other shows mm -hmm. that he did and I think it just fell in love with just the casualness of it because we, we've all listened to those you know cheesy morning radio shows where the you right. want to punch the morning host zoo. in the face yeah, yeah. where you want to punch the host in the face because no one's that lively at that right. early in the morning well I can be but <laughs> <laughs> but no it, it's it's such a, a cool platform and to be honest I didn't even know there was a conference or convention for podcasting until right before uh, Chicago two oh, years okay. ago. Okay. Because I couldn't afford the, you know, on that short of notice, couldn't afford the airfare, uh, hotel, all that stuff. Right. And then just finally came here, and I'm so happy I did because, you know, I met two of you among yes. several other people, and it's nice. Oh, just stop there. You met us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the There's important There's really no yeah. one else. Yeah, I mean, that's the important thing, right? Yeah. But no, it's been cool to connect with, you know, other people who do this type of stuff. Because when I first started my show, I knew several people in the area that I live who were getting into podcasting as well, like doing podcasting, YouTube shows and things like that. And now years later, I'm kind of the only one left. Hmm. See, you're lucky that you had that. Like, I, I've never had anyone in my life that has been a podcaster or was really aware of it. So, like, coming to these events and being around your people, like, really just invigorates you again. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, this is a world. Yeah. Now, I communicate with a lot of people. I'm pretty big on social media. I love social media. But it's still nice to actually, like, be face-to-face. -face. Especially, like, when you make friends online or throughout the years and then you finally get to meet them in person. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's like this community of like-minded yeah. pod nerds, you know, mm -hmm. and we can hang out and, and 
understand what everybody else is talking about. Jason, where are you from? Where do you Grand Rapids, Michigan? Uh, okay. And have you met podcasters there much? No, there there is a few. Like in the last few years, I've become aware of some of them, but we've never actually done any meetup in Grand Rapids right. or the Michigan area. But I'm familiar with quite a few podcasters, like in Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, right. Michigan. Yeah. Um. So I'd like to put together a, a meetup just in that region. Yeah. That'd be a lot yeah. of fun to do. That'd be great. Yeah. I, I did go. I've talked about this before, but uh, no one knows who I am on your show. So. Uh, a couple of years ago, like there was 20 of us or so, and we all went to Rose City Comic Con. We used that as just like the reason to, to do something, but we were from all over the place, and we just all met, and it was like a high school reunion, even though none of us had ever met before in real life. But it was a weekend of just like hanging out with the coolest people in the world. Yeah. It was a great time. So I recommend meeting your, your people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's huge. I'm lucky in Boston because there has been kind of a podcast community up there for a little while. And there's also this place you guys might not know about called the Podcast Garage. They took this. It's a studio. It's it's basically a studio and a school and a hang. Yes, I've seen pictures online. It's really cool. It's really cool. And and some of the people who started that were here, the PRX and Radiotopia Mm -hmm. people who were here. Um, And it's just a great place for a podcasting community to grow. So I, I just thought I'd mention it because I haven't heard people talk about it that much here, but like if you're in a community where there isn't a whole lot of podcasting going on, I think it'd be cool if you can pull resources somehow, easier said than done, and open a space like this for I people to I would love to, out, you yeah. Know? No, same here. Yeah. That would be great. Uh, what have been some takeaways that you guys have had from podcast movement? Well... I think for me, one of the big things has been to uh, put more of myself into my podcast. And yes. We, yep. You know, and we talked about this a little bit, you and I, Derek, the other night. Um, and I've actually heard this feedback from some of my listeners as well. It's an interview podcast, my podcast, The Media Narrative. So I don't want to make it about myself, but I've but what I've heard from other people people who know me, people who don't, is they just kind of want to get to know the guy who's putting the whole thing together a little bit. So that's been an interesting thing to think about and to start to work on. And I just recorded an episode today that was just me. And I was starting to kind of put that into practice. So I'd have to say that might be the number one thing. There was a number of other things. I've been preaching that for years. Like on my podcasting 101, I talk to a lot of podcasters who are so um, exclusive to their content. And I'm like, you know, I get that. And, you know, the, the famous saying is uh, content is king. I would say content is queen. I would say the host is king. Yeah. Because you really, you, you're going to you're gonna come for the content, but you're going to stick around for the host. You mm-hmm. know, if that personality or you like what they say or what they have to offer, you're going to come back and you're going to get a little bit of them each time, man or woman, you know. So I really, I'm always convincing people to, you know, put themselves into it a little bit more. Not like in a narcissistic way. You know, it's, it doesn't have to be all about you, but there has to be something about you for the listener to attach themselves mm-hmm. to. You're Con- the consistent part of the podcast. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Content is queen and the host, host is, is king. king. Yes. I'm going to hold on to that. There you go. Yeah. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's been my biggest takeaway as well because, you know, doing this show primarily on my own and dealing with, and I've talked with both of you guys about this, like my social anxiety issues that mm-hmm. I dealt with when I first started the podcast. So I was still very guarded in that sense because I've gone back since you know in recent memory and listened to my first few episodes and they are cringeworthy <laughs> just because of how awkward I am and I very much stuck to a script of questions okay and if you know the whole if the guests were going to go off onto another completely different direction 
I wouldn't even think to say, oh, well, why don't you talk about that a little bit more? Yeah. And I would just stick to you the would, questions. Yes. So you're, you're, you're not listening. You're waiting for a break for you to jump in with the next Correct. question. Correct. Yeah. And that was... Have a conversation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I have been learning, but I think I can still get better at that. And that's kind of mm -hmm. been, you know, thinking... I've never really thought of myself as you know, the reason that people listen. I've always thought it was because of yeah. the guest or... I that's weird. Like, I, I don't understand that. I mean, and maybe I'm a bit more narcissistic than I should be. You might um, be. But, I mean, the topic is something. But, right. like, why are they listening to your show after they heard you talk about Batman? <laughs> you know, especially the next week when it's a completely different topic. It is about the host. I mean, and, and, I, and I got that from, like, I listened to Morning Radio or whoever, or Howard Stern, anybody. Like, I've always been attracted to the person, Kevin Smith. Yeah. You know, like, I wanted to know about them, like, it, in a non-sickening, voyeuristic way. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I think what you're saying makes complete sense. And I think it, it, Derek and I didn't at first naturally feel that way. But that idea, at least to me, is starting to make a lot more sense. Okay. Um... But it, I think, like, because my, I've, I've worked as a journalist and in radio, and my whole life has been about asking questions, so I've always tried to make it about other people. But sure. you got to just create an environment where interesting conversations take place, and that's about everyone being themselves, being authentic, being real. Um, and, you know, and the thing with the converse, having a conversation in an interview, it's, it's, it's not the easiest thing to do. You know, you can prepare all you want, but you have to have this sort of in two or three places in time, almost at the same time. You're in the moment with the person you're talking to. You're thinking about where the conversation is going. You're thinking or where, where, it's, where it's come from and where it's going. So, you know, it's kind of tricky. It's a tricky balance. But if you're overthinking it, then, you know, you're, you're going to lose it. So I like just kind of being in the moment. That's what I've been trying to do anyway. And that's something I've still got to get better at as well. Because to be honest, the, the interviews I've done have been much more few and far between mm -hmm. than they used to be. So I, I did an interview uh, two weeks ago, and I honestly felt rusty doing it. Like, I felt like I hadn't done it in forever because I hadn't. And it was almost like, you know, when you, if you try to play a sport or you play a video game that you, you haven't done in a while. Kinks. Yeah, you got to work out the kinks. Yeah. So it was almost like I was having to work out the kinks yeah, as like far as... My my 101 is, uh, I mean, I guess it was interview, but I like it to be more of a conversational, even mm -hmm. though I do ask questions. But it's, it's become seasonal, so there's been gaps in when I, when I end and pick it back up. And I definitely can feel it going into, like, the first episode or second episode when I'm interviewing again. It's, it gets a little, I feel clunky. Although listening back sometimes, like, oh, it went all right. But I, I, I don't think anyone's as hard on themselves, you know, than themselves. That's true. You know, yeah. So. yeah. But I think in that sense, you know, it, you mentioned – being a little narcissistic i think when you host your own show and you do interviews slash conversations i think you have to be a little narcissistic right. like you have to have that confidence in yourself like you have to be a little cocky and say hey i think there's I'm a difference between confidence and narcissism yeah you know and so i i, I let's just pretend we're all confident people <laughs> <laughs> there we go i'll accept that yeah, yeah. yeah thank you yeah, that sounds good yeah i like that um favorite podcasting memory you guys have had so far. I know, Rob, you're still very early on into your show. Just an episode you've done where as soon as you were finished, you said, that was awesome. One of my favorite. it's a long memory. Uh, my, the first year, okay, the shirt that I'm wearing says Podtoberfest. 
So we, we started this, a group of us podcasters, as a joke. We met Because I never shut up once I get going. And I start doing live shows. And when I would end the show, I would just stay on live and talk. And if anyone's in the chat room, I'd start. And I was like, are you ever going to end this thing? It went like five-something hours. So I was like, no, I think I'm going to go 24 hours. So I started this joke about like, doing a 24-hour podcast marathon. And then we were like, well, what do we call it? So we figured October, Podtober, or Oktoberfest. So we turned it into Podtoberfest. So we just made this big event with a bunch of friends of podcasters that could Skype in or come out. One year we had a bunch of people come out to the house, stay with us. So we went from 24 hours. We did two 12 hours each day. So that way, you know, at the nighttime we could get dinner, drink beers, hang out, play games, you know, get to know each other. But like that, that was one of my favorite times was um, podcasting for 24 hours straight. Holy moly. Yeah. That's but insane. It goes by so fast. And it probably helped that we were doing it in my buddy's basement. So there are no yeah. windows. We couldn't tell time of day. We couldn't <laughs> do anything. Other than we knew like we were, we'd block out every hour as its own show. Because the year before, my first year of 7 Days a Geek, I would do November was uh, 30 Days of Podcasting. So the second year when I was doing it, I was like, well, I'll just turn each episode into a day of the 30 Days of Podcasting. I'll already have 24 hours of content. So that's what we would do. But... Yeah, it, it gets a little draining, but it's hilarious because my co-host was at one point so tired, sleep deprived, he was laying on the floor. He thought he was going to throw up. So we've got like a couple of my listener, uh, Matt and Dave, called in uh, to, to help save the show. So they, they yeah. stayed online for like three hours and kind of ran some things with us. But yeah, it was, it was a great time. That was going to be my next question as to how you release the episodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it turns into an hour a day is a yeah an, uh, an episode for gotcha. three days, and then I only have to record, you know, six or seven depending on what it is for the month. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like the old days of the telethons. Yeah, like you're really raising is. money, kind of. Yeah, know, because the, the my like the parent company, if you want to call it that, is Monkey Poo Studios for all yeah. my podcasts. So what we do, we went around, we raised money, we got ads, we got, and that helped pay for like my websites, uh, the yeah. publishing for each podcast. You know, I needed some new equipment, so I went to that. So we raised almost a grand the first year. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Cool. So my first, uh, I, or my, I forget what the exact question was, my uh, favorite, favorite podcasting memory so well, far. you know, I got to say it, it was probably one of the first interviews I did for this podcast with uh, Billy Bragg, the singer-songwriter from England, Billy Bragg. I don't know if you guys hmm. know him or not. But um, it was kind of very guerrilla uh, I went to a, a book reading he was doing. Um, it, it's a book about Skiffle, which was the music that came out of England before the Beatles, that influenced the Beatles and stuff. And he's, he was all into that. And, and he, although he's a musician, puts out records, he decided to do this book. And so he was speaking at a bookstore in Brookline, Massachusetts. And I thought, maybe I'll just go to the reading and just ask if he'll do an interview with me. Um, I was just trying to collect interviews at this point. So um, this was kind of putting on my journalist hat in a way. So I went to this reading. I got into the line. I waited till the end. And I said, Billy, what do you say uh, about doing an interview with me afterwards? And he was like, show mate. And uh, (laughs) just wait for me till I'm done. That's my really bad Billy Bragg English (laughs) accent. I hope he's not listening. He probably is a devoted listener. I I hope he is. But anyway... um, the only podcast he listens to. It's the only one. Yeah. Um, so uh, it was it was just cool, and I, I had a USB mic. It was so it wasn't quite the uh, the quality of the interview wasn't the highest out of all the ones I did. I was a little bit nervous, um, but and we were in this like cramped space in the basement of the bookstore. But it was it, it just felt good to kind of put myself out there and just ask him if he'd be willing. And this is one of the things that this convention this conference has taught me too it 
a lot of people I've met here who I've talked about being on my podcast, uh, I, I asked a few pretty big people and they said yes. And you'd be surprised at how many people. Podcasters will never say no. Nope. They like to talk. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, you it's never the best kind of promotion. That's it right. is the, I mean, yeah. you can't promote yourself any better than being on someone else's podcast. That's true. Yep. So that's one of the big takeaways mm-hmm. from this conference yep. as well. Yeah, definitely. Cross promotion. Yep. Exactly. Seriously. I'll tell mine. Mine's kind of a tie between two. No, we didn't ask you. (laughs) (laughs) It's my show. Okay. (laughs) So leading up to my 50th episode back in 2015, I wanted to try to get some type of big-name celebrity on. Okay. So me and two friends of mine were sitting around watching NFL football. My friend Ian is a huge Denver Broncos fan. Okay. And he was telling me about how Jake Plummer, who was a quarterback for the Broncos, had just started his own podcast. Oh, wow. So he said, why don't you try to get him on your show? And I'm thinking, there's no way he's going to do my show. So he's like, just ask him. So I found him on Twitter. You know, I didn't direct message him because back then you had to be following each other to do that. Right. So I just tweeted at him and said, hey, I do a podcast. I'd love to have you on as a guest. You know, If you're interested, I'll send you more info. Mm-hmm. Put my phone down. We're still talking. And about an hour later, I get a notification that says he followed me back. And then he responded saying, send me more info. Oh, cool. So we exchanged messages over a couple of months. And then for my 50th episode, I had Jake Plummer on. Yeah, see, it's that easy. And I mean, he might be a big football player, but he's nothing in the podcasting world. So he Mm -hmm. was even smart enough to be like, well, let me put my name out there. Yeah. And that's when you you did the ask. The cool thing was because Ian was supposed to sit in on the interview, Mm -hmm. but it got moved up to an earlier time. So he wasn't able to get off work that early. Oh. So I got him to do a shout out for him at the very end of the show. Okay. And then I cut it as its own separate file. And then we had dinner that night and I played it for him. And you could just see tears start <laughs> to well up in his eyes. Like, because that was his favorite player growing up. Okay. So just wow. kind of making that big of a difference, you know, was, was really cool. Right. You're a hell of a friend. On occasion. <laughs> that and, uh, you know, growing up, Back to the Future being one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. and getting to interview Claudia Wells before she came to Pensacon and her remembering doing the interview and talking about how much fun she had and everything. Claudia was, Wells. She w- played um, she Jennifer. The first girlfriend? Mm-hmm. She was the original yeah. Jennifer. Before Elizabeth Shue came in. Which is fun. The, no, Elizabeth, yes. Yeah, she came in for she part the second two. one, yeah. Because Claudia Wells' mother, I think, fell really ill. Yeah, so she, so she, she quit acting. Yeah, and she, she never did. Acting. Yeah, she, she quit acting. Yeah, yep. She now owns her own clothing Are we store. out now? Is this too much? No, I don't have the, the, the same grasp of knowledge <laughs> in this <laughs> particular space as you gentlemen. She actually you owns a... Over. Exactly, a little bit. <laughs> she actually owns a men's clothing store in California now. Okay. It's called Armani Wells. Oh, wow. All right. Little, little known fact. That's cool. But I think we're... About to run out of time here, so real quick, I know before they kick us out. I love the background noises here. By I do the way. too. It's awesome. it's, yeah, I, I love it. A buzz. Um, why don't you guys plug your social media website? How people can find your shows? All right. Well, thank you very much, Derek. Uh, I'm at themedianarrative.com. That's where the website is, the episodes, and a blog that I just launched. And my Twitter is Rob Hoshel, just at Rob Hoshel. I'm gonna spell it. It's a disaster for most people. I should really change my name. R-O-B-H-O-C-H-S-C-H-I-L-D. So that's where I'm at. Thanks, Derek. Cool. 
Uh, yeah, thank you for having us on the show. Um, my, I do three shows. I do Seven Days of Geek, Podcasting 101, and Deconstructing Dad. Uh, you can all find them all at monkeypoostudios.com, and I'm on Twitter. I, I actively use my, it's S7, the number, E-V-E-N, Days of Geek, uh, on Twitter, but you can also find me at monkeypoostu on Twitter. That's the best way to find me. Love cool. that name. Thank you. Well, well, thanks, guys, and I look forward to having you on future episodes. All right, we'll do it. Back at you, Derek. Thank you. My thanks again to Rob and Jason for taking the time to have that really fun recap of podcast movement. It was great meeting those two as well as several other podcasters that hopefully I'll have on the show here in the coming weeks. Be sure to check out their shows, The Media Narrative and Seven Days a Geek. Coming up on next week's show, you'll be hearing my conversation with Daphne Reed, who you may know as Aunt Vivian from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, talking about her new cookbook as well as her photography skills and her time on Fresh Prince. So can't wait for you guys to hear that. But until then, you can check out past episodes of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all podcasting platforms. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. And if you want to follow the show on social media, go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at D Diamond Podcast. So that's going to do it for this week's show. So enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another awesome episode of The Derek Diamond Experience. I am your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Thursday with Daphne Reed.